Awful lot of room between he and the goal. Pompeo doing his best to stay with him, he had no chance. Still Hazard. And still, and he got yeah! And, yeah, you, I was going to say, you could low-key argue it's Orlando City's fault for scheduling the match in the first place. Facts. Yeah, they, they really... That it's their fault for that, and it's their fault for playing like shit against Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then me and Colorado, and then and me calling it calling it out, and us posting the clip, and now us playing Arsenal, and yeah, that's we'll just start with that. So we're gonna start with you. I think we said five ten minutes, kind of from the Orlando City perspective, mm-hmm. and then you'll switch in the full shithousery mode um, let's do it so from us I've said 15 to 20 minutes are like starting 11 starting 14 like that we've kind of been rotating that is the maximum minutes that they should play 15 to 20 minutes tonight yeah do you agree no yeah for sure um, there's no there's no reason for them to be on the pitch for any longer than that we've got a game on Saturday yep. um, it's home we need points. We have to get pick up points, especially at home. We struggle on picking up points at home. We're starting to see a slide now, so we've, we've got to right the ship. We've got to get back to winning games and performing at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, starters, get them on there. Let them get some experience against some players that play at a higher speed, that come from that level of football. And then let's let the young kids get some minutes. Let's put in our B team. You know what I mean? I want to see. Starting your, are you starting a full eleven, or are you kind of sprinkling them in along with some B players that would play like the likes of sixty minutes? You see, I I see that being Oscar's mindset. Um, we're going to see a rotated lineup with some starters in there, and then throughout the match, we may see some more guys come in and come out, um, so that there's always quality on the field. I understand that, but no. If it's me, I'm putting my 11 out there. I'll rotate in the two guys that want to get in first, and then after that, it is OCB. Jacqueline is playing 75 minutes this match. Oh, I'd love to see that. Fair. You know, like him tearing up Ben Scheidt, Gabriel, William Saliba. Realistically, oh. how many of those are going to play today? What? Sorry. I said, realistically, how many of those guys are going to play today? Like uh, Ben Scheidt. Yeah. I mean, you guys played. So we'll, we'll get played, into that. Yeah. Both. They've played a decent amount of starting minutes just because they have, I would say, a decent amount of players coming in this summer. So Arteta's trying to figure out what tactic is right, what formation is right. So they're using these games as kind of games to figure out what they want to do in the regular season. So I, well, I'd say they average like 60. 45? Yeah. No, 40, yeah, 45. Yeah, uh, in previous preseason games, we have seen – players like that playing you know a good 45 50 minutes um but i do think that we will see them play today it will be different and i'll get into that in my preview yeah i'm missing the probable first appearances of Kalidu koulibaly and raheem sterling <laughs> tonight in charlotte um to watch your shit club play i you know and i do appreciate you being here as an Orlando City fan, you know, sticking it out and staying here. As I'm wearing the Chelsea kit on Orlando City podcast, yeah. It's the same thing. I know you're in the same boat as me where we have both been watching these two clubs for years before conversations of Orlando having a football team was even a thing. I've been waiting almost 20 years of my life now to watch Arsenal play in person because I haven't had the opportunity to go overseas and watch them play or the means to go and watch them here in the States. Mm. So, you know, it's... 
I'm sorry to the Orlando City fans, like I tweeted out earlier, but it is all gunners for me today because I know how this game's going to go for Orlando, and it's I'm just not going to focus on that. So he's hopping off the bandwagon. He's hopping off the Orlando City bandwagon? Yes. So we need to get someone to sit in for him because he's joining Bro, the Arsenal side. Lunch. The one day, and I was like, mm, no, I'm a Huey Magoose. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where Burb is either. <laughs> Burb's probably playing Fortnite. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I, it's poor on the front office, though, for even scheduling this game, though, like we said. Yeah, you see other clubs do it. Like, Charlotte's playing. DC United is playing tonight. Uh, Club America. Uh, Mexican League, maybe, mm-hmm. in season, I think. I don't know. I believe they are, but still, it's poor on the club. It's poor on the MLS. Um, you saw David tweeted it out. Um well, you saw Miami get absolutely dismantled by Barcelona. No attacking threat once. They didn't even look composed on defense. And I do expect we're going to see similarities to oh, the yeah. game tonight. With the MLS having the year that we were having, you know what I mean? Like with the growth of the league and people, you know, the attention that we have on it. He said it, he said it best. That game set us back five years. Because it just clearly, once again, showed how big the disparity is because we are in full season. These guys are playing games three or four ga- days before. They're playing these European teams who are in their off season, just training, full strength, full, you know. It's not smart by our league, and it made us look stupid and foolish. Yeah, it doesn't help that you're playing one of the worst teams in the league either. So, that's uh, 6-0. Like, that's why I really haven't said shit because I know the same thing, if not worse, could happen to us tonight. But hopefully we're smart and rotate mm-hmm. a little bit more than Miami did. I I've love this club, like we always say, love this team and support these guys on this roster. But it's like I said in that clip, we have to be real about what we have. This roster we have currently, it was built with just over, I think the number was $28 million total. To be honest, it seems a bit much, but else it could be wrong. But with Facundo signing and stuff like that, I, I think that boosted. But when Oscar came in, we gave him like 19 mil or 16 mil to spend. Like that quality is showing. The, those guys are going up against players that are getting paid $19 million a season to do what they're doing. You know, it's like these are the guys that are at the top of their level coming from Spain, Italy, and England to play guys that are just trying to make names or – Guys like Kyle Smith. You know what I mean? Like, love Kyle Smith. But that's what we have on our roster. Mm. That's what we're competing against one of the biggest clubs in the world with. Yeah. <laughs> it's just um, I don't know if I would agree with one of the biggest clubs in the world, but I understand what you're saying. Um, it's, a, it's a team from the best league in the world. And you're Name 10 clubs with more supporters. With more supporters. More supporters nationwide. Name 10 clubs. Orlando City, Orlando City B, Orlando Pride, um, <laughs> the New Jersey Nets. Um, the Wait, excuse Thorin. me, the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> yeah, we went all the way back to New Jersey. <laughs> Fuck off. So, Ed, back in the Darren Williams You know days. what I mean. Banter yeah, yeah, aside. Uh, yeah, I said that. I know what you mean, but um, yeah, no. He, ju- he can't admit it. There, it's just something you can't do. It's not in my DNA to give your club props, especially with the shit that you've been the past X amount of years. Um, So now, with me talking shit, I think it's fair enough to let you switch from the Orlando side to the Arsenal side. Um, So yeah, you're just shit. 
Yeah, I mean, as an Arsenal fan, obviously, I'm excited to see some of the new signings, hopefully, in action. Um, Vieira, Fabio Vieira, was dealing with a little bit of a foot injury right away as soon as he came in. Um, didn't get to play in the first preseason game, so I'm thinking he traveled with the team. I'm hoping to see him. Um, huge signing from Porto for us. That's going to be, I, I hope, for the future for him. Mauricio's better. <laughs> That's facts. Um, but like I was saying, I don't think we're going to see the full starting 11 play a lot of minutes today, being that we're playing you guys on Saturday. We're playing another. We're playing a friendly that's more testing for our actual abilities on Saturday. And it's just a preview of what you would actually see in the league. This is just us. You know, this is just a, a game to. This is, a kick this is just like getting your legs loose for yeah. Saturday, pretty much. So. Yeah, it's just a kick around on a pitch so that way we can play a full-speed game before we got to go play those guys. And I honestly don't think we're going to see our starters playing, you know, a full 45 even. They may come on late in the game. We may start with a rotated lineup, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad. Obviously, I want to see these guys play. They need to grow and gel together. We do have an entirely new team over the past two seasons. We have completely done away with everything that was there before. I think the only player that's still on our books that was there during that time is Hector Bellerin, and he's on his way out anyway. So besides Jaka, Saka, you know, like guys like that, that are not the people that were our core players of the roster besides Jaka. Is Pablo Mari still technically an Arsenal player? Technically he's still on our books, but he's another one of those guys that once we're, we come back from this American tour, I expect him to be gone. I expect Bellerin to be gone. I expect... Pepe to be gone. I expect us to be doing a lot of sales because we still do need to bring in two players, and those are high-earning players on our books. How much do you think you'll get for Pepe? It's going to be a big loss, obviously. That was a poor move by our front office. what, 72 million Uh, pounds? Yeah, it was like 80 million with add-ons. He definitely didn't hit those add-ons. Not even close, though. So, it... Poor move. I think we can get in the range of 20, 30 for him. And he's, what, 24 years old? He's still, he's still got years. So he's young. He's shown potential. You know what I mean? He's just clearly not in Arteta's favor for whatever reason it is. It's you not know. the Premier League's favor. It's really just not fit for the Premier League. I don't know, though, but you, you see those glimpses of all that quality that he can. He scores... Yeah. It's if he got consistent minutes, I think he could compete at a Premier League level. Maybe not at Arsenal's Premier League level. He could probably play at Leeds. You know, I was gonna say Aston Villa. He could play. He, he could play somewhere like that. He's not going to play at Arsenal, Chelsea. You know, uh, these teams. We, there's yeah. higher standards. So, yeah, I, I he should be gone. He may even play today. You know, shoot, he's been getting a lot of minutes in the preseason, trying to show something so he can go somewhere. Yeah. You said 20 to 30 mil. I was going to say in the range of 15 to 20. So we're kind of in the same yeah. range. Um, I'm going to make you take your Arsenal cap back off because I realized we should have talked about bringing in Nicolas yeah. Giochini and then the, the sale of Sabov. Yes. Um, so with the Nicolas Giochini news, you happy with the transfer in? Yeah. I see it. It's us identifying a need and acting on it with somebody that could potentially do something for us. Um, he needs time to adjust, and he's going. He needs to be that guy off the bench for us. We can't throw him up there and expect him to start mm. 
and be that guy. That's too much pressure on somebody, and we see every single time that we do that, what happens. You Especially know, a 21-year-old. And let him integrate into the team, let him come off the bench and be that difference maker for us. But, yeah, so I'm happy with that signing. I think it was in <clears> – <throat> I can't remember if it was the last pod or the pod before that. I said, how can we expect Pereja to do anything with the attacking options that he has? I said, we need to bring in attacking options. Mm-hmm. And at first, when the rumors came out a couple of days ago about Gio Akini, I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. We're not bringing in a camera or left back. And then last night, it occurred to me, I'm like, why am I being so picky? Yeah. Like, we just need attacking options at this point. And then now and we I'm, need, oh, sorry, I'm sorry to go, but we no, need good yeah. quality depth is what we're really lacking yeah. in the attacking options. Yeah. Just across and the team. That gives us that. Um, so him being able to play across the whole front three is great for us. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can even drop in, play in that cam position in like a backup, quote-unquote, role behind Mo. You would expect somebody that could play anywhere across the front three that could yeah. he could play in that attacking mid-role. That's the one goal that I sent into our group chat, the one of him bringing the ball down, finding the winger, going down, playing the ball out, mm-hmm. and then turning and getting into the box. Amazing. Movement. It's crazy. Movement. Because we, we don't see that from... Uh, Tesho tries. Kara, mm, he moves like a cinder block. So maybe this is our guy up top. It's pretty early. We haven't even seen him play. We just saw him in the kit unveiled today. He could, we, he could be the guy for the future, absolutely. And I really wouldn't mind that. Because if he keeps <coughs> that, that agility, the movement, and the awareness, then I think he's fine. But the only thing is... Who do we have outright to play in that ball? Because we have seen time in, time out that Ruan can't pick out a cross like nine out of ten times. The two, the right winger and the right back, need to start playing off of each other. They need to. It, it's so disconnected. Don't see that happening with Ruan. Or, sorry, Facundo out there. Well, and that's, it's got to be laid out to him. It's got to be, it. I understand that this is a guy that you want to let do things that he does because mm-hmm. he's a quality player. But if you are not going to play the position in the system as it's supposed to be played to help the team best, then you're not going to play that position. Maybe we move him back out left. Maybe we move him so up top in a two-striker look and we change the formation. Are you saying it's him doing that on him? No, I'm not saying it's... it's Oscar's, ta- Oscar's telling him to do that. I d- it's clearly got to be Oscar yeah. telling him not to play with... Because I don't think it's Facundo just flat-out rec- refusing to play one, 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 you know, one give-and-goes, one-touch passes with Juan out, and, out on the wing. You I don't know? think he would have gotten away with it for this so, long. This long, if that... That's what has to start happening. We saw Juan be so successful in the past when he had Chris out there to be able to give him that extra space to get to the touchline and play that ball in off the ground. Mm-hmm. We know he can't put a ball in on a cross. We know this. So why are we asking him to do it? Because at, what, 26 years old, 27, I don't know how old he is, you, you have to have some sort of quality on a cross. It, it, like, as a professional footballer, right. that, is a, that is a must. So you guys are going to go out there and ask Harry Maguire to play attacking mid because as a professional footballer, he has to have the ability to make those passes. Yeah, he could put in a better ball than Rowan. Yeah, it's Don't. he could, and we like I saw. Uh, was it against? It wasn't against Derby, but he, the hit he had from outside the box. It, yes, you'll he has, never see Rowan get anything close to that. It, the thing that it's we're we're screwing ourselves. You know he can't do something. We don't have a viable option there as a backup. 
that can provide more there. So why continue to ask the, him to do that? I'm never going to go try to pull a semi-truck with my car because I know that's not going to work. Does the car have the capabilities to make the semi-truck move? Yes. Will it happen? No. Absolutely not. So why are we asking Juan to sit there and do something that we know he can't do? Yes, he may have the capabilities, but he can't do it. All comes back to one man. I, I mean, we've, I've been saying it for two years. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying the words. I've been saying it for two years. You haven't said the two infamous words, but no, the idea, the the con, the idea that this may not be the end all be all for us. Yeah. So, I'm not I'm not saying it because he has to he has to show to me that there's a mentality change with him and this team. If I see that, okay, we're working towards something. If I don't, then you're going to start hearing me say things. I can't see, like, nothing against Nicholas Giochini, but I just don't see a 21-year-old coming into a locker room and changing the mentality of everything, um, just purely based on experience. You can see Nani do that. You can see Kakao do that. But a 21-year-old just isn't any 21-year-old. I'm not walking into a locker room and changing anything. But... Something that definitely did change is the trade of Sebas Mendes to now what I would consider is the best team in the league in LAFC. Not the greatest look for the front office, not the greatest look for Oscar. He wasn't getting many minutes this season. Um, I think it was 300, 350K in GAM. With add-ons, it could go up to 700K, and we have a sell-on clause on it. Um, so all in all, it's not like terrible. It's not terrible business. But depth-wise, in our world. But it is terrible business. Yeah. It's not financially terrible business. It's terrible move by our team and our club. Um, at a certain point, your pride has to get out of your way. And yes, we all love Caesar. Mm-hmm. We all know that he is clearly the, the future there for us. The number one DMR team right now, no matter what. I've said it before, he's probably the most informed player we have on our roster. Mm -hmm. The best player at the moment. But your pride has to get out of your way. And you have to realize that there are certain people on this team that can help you win games. That will help you when times get tough. And you have to have that conversation with the player. Look, I understand that you're not getting the minutes you want. But you are important to this team, whether you realize it or not. Mm. You play the, one of the most important roles to us right now by providing us depth in this, this area of the field that we now have five players on, on our roster in total. Quality depth at that. You can go wherever you want at the end of the season. I understand that we're going to lose money. It's not a financial move that makes sense. But you know what makes sense and makes money? Winning trophies. That yeah. makes you money. Yeah. We would have made more money winning the Open Cup and making a good run in the playoffs than we would by selling him and being done with it. I'm interested. I'm going to look up. I want to know, well, if, unless you know off the top of your head, when Andres Perea's contract runs out. Uh, it's this year. End of this year. Our entire midfield will be out of contract So the end of this year. Why not try to ink... 
say boss down do a new deal new deal lose money on andres who i would say is the inferior player compared to say boss or joey desart yeah i mean he's playing down at ocb so who knows if he signs a contract down there and just kind of stays with us as a semi-role player and maybe comes up when we need it if there are injuries next season but to lose uh, what i would say is our third best midfielder on his day behind mo and caesar Mm mm-hmm and then, depending on the day the junior has and the day that Sabos has, they're right there, three and four. So you're losing. If we play with three, three midfielders right about, mm-hmm. you're losing technically a starter or your man off the bench. Uh, to me, it makes no sense. I'm just, I'm not really happy with it, especially with him going to LAFC. Yeah, he's not going to the Eastern Conference, so you can't be. It's not like we traded him to Miami. Yeah, but, I get that, but mm, you're. You're trading to the best team in the to league. To make them stronger. I would, n- I would be furious if this club sold, let's say, Thomas Partey, similar in standing in our club, mm-hmm. to City for pennies. Yeah. That's, that's really what it feels like. Livid. I would be calling for the ownership's head. Like, because that's, like, that's how it is over there. Like, yeah. that's, that's the type of rage that you feel when a player with quality gets sold to the best team in the league because they got fucking money. Welcome to the MLS. It's poor. I like the only uh, we like we said on Twitter the only way I'm okay with this is if we bring in another solid option in that spot. Yeah, and I mean as of right now do you see us? Yeah, where's a, who's the midfielder on our, on our, you know, who's the midfielder that we've had Are attention? Are linked with anyone? No. Or no? I saw us linked two or three weeks ago. I saw us linked with a 33-year-old attacking mid out of the Colombian League. Right? Why? Yep. So that's where we're at. It makes no sense with, with Mo's age. Mo's, I want to say 33? 32. Mm-hmm. 32. Close enough. Junior's around the same age. Damn. Why would we let go of Sabos, who's currently 25? He he gives us good depth. He's quality. We picked and him up he's, and he's relatively young. I wish we had more insight to our club and front office and stuff like that. Mm. Because I know people feel like this was a Sabos-motivated move. People are saying, like, oh, he's mad that he didn't get playing time, so that's why he wanted to leave. So he told the you know. I haven't heard anything from a reputable source saying that, that that's what was going on there. I, to me, you don't move family close to you at a club. I, I was going to bring that up, yeah. If you're looking for a move away. You don't bring your cousin into the second team or your nephew or yeah. whatever it was. You don't bring family close to you if you're looking for a move away, in my opinion. That's no, what it looks I like. I think that's completely valid. And to me, he was getting plenty of minutes up until two months ago. His 13 appearances came up until two months ago. And in those 13 appearances, five out of those matches, he played 60-plus minutes. So um, I'm just trying to think of who else was either not playing well or playing well. And I'm thinking that's probably... Ursa was Caesar playing here. well, yeah, he, and Caesar had yeah. his yellow card issues, but... Then it was Mo in the cam slot. So, I mean, it was just really it's him in those two slots. So what changed that he's not getting those minutes... That we don't, you know, we have no insight on. Was there something that happened, you know what I mean? Like a falling out or whatever, and that's why we're seeing this happen? Mm. We, you know, we don't ever know anything, so. No, we don't get a lot of 
communication from the club um, on pretty much anything. Injuries, jaw surgeries to our backup keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, trades right up until they happen. Yeah, I, I get mad that I don't hear anything coming out of Arsenal for transfer rumors and stuff like that. I thought they were pretty on close, lockdown. Yeah. Look, Orlando City is fucking Alcatraz when it comes to yeah. anything coming out of... It's kind of it, impressive if you think about it. I was say, can we throw it back to when Pato got hurt last year? Yeah, none and of us knew what happened. It was going to be, what, week to week or something like that? And then he got out the whole season. The whole season comes out. The entire season plays one game. Thank, thank you for the information. Yeah. I, like, I can understand why they would want to keep some things under wraps. Oh, yeah. Of course. You, you, your Brazilian superstar, quote-unquote. Who was supposed in, to be. Yeah. yeah. He's supposed to be the face of the team last year. He gets hurt in the first game, and then gets hurt in rehab and no one knows that he got hurt in rehab and then I think he got hurt in rehab again, again. and that's why he was out the whole season up until that Nashville Columbus game Nashville game whichever one it was yeah Columbus I think mm. wait what he didn't play in the playoff game did he the one that he hit the crossbar and then Daryl had the foul and we didn't Nashville. get the goal Nashville because yeah. that was bullshit it really was Nashville yeah so someone in the front office is listening to this the fans want communication. We just want to know. Us communication. We don't want to know. You don't need to sit here and tell us all the dirty laundry, man. We don't need to hear all the crap. But when it comes to availability of players and who, you know, excitement about the future, we want to know who we're looking at, players that we're looking at signing and stuff like that. Like rumors and stuff like that build excitement, that builds engagement, that builds your fucking fan base. Yeah, that could also be down to, like, I'm not trying to call out media personnel because te- technically we're somewhat that. Now. I mean, yeah, we like, are. We do have a right to, or a obligation, I guess, to the fans to try to do our best to get that but information. But as of right now, we're not getting media credentials. We don't have access to go sit in the press conferences and ask Oscar or the players questions. So, I mean, even if if it's like Austin David, Mike Romano, yeah. Um, even if they ask, I feel like Oscar would still be tight-lipped on potential signings. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem. Like, it's not like these other clubs are going to come in here and sweep these players out from underneath us. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own targets that they're looking at. Yes, some clubs look at the same targets, but most of the time in the MLS, nobody's looking at the same player. Discovery rights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. So stupid. Like, why are we getting kept in the dark for no reason? Yeah. We want communication. We want transparency. Yeah. Just honesty. That's really what it comes down to. It's just basic stuff that fans deserve. That it's it it's not it's not asking for too much. Fans should know when a player's injured. We should know when you guys tell us the game's li- delayed for del- for lightning <laughs> and you're going to communicate then that there will be communication and then you There's fucking leave us diva in the dark for 2 hours. But that's how poor the communication is at this club. Roberto Carlos was there. That's great. Who see? fucking cares? <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, we're, let's be honest. No one fucking cares. So, I came across Gabriel Amato, mm-hmm. sideline reporter. I came across her TikTok a night or two ago, and it was she made like a whole one like on that whole night, and it was just kind of like a time lapse, but in normal videos. I guess it wasn't like sped up video. And one of them was the unedited photo of her with Roberto Carlos, and you could see gray clouds in the background. But in the picture that they posted, 
they edited it and made it blue skies. <laughs> so, even then, that picture wasn't taken so, like hours before. Yeah, you guys had time to edit that picture, put blue skies in, uh-huh. throw it up there, but you didn't have time to let us know, hey, it's another hour before yeah, kick because ten twenty four. Yeah, you said that it like doesn't even have to before. be like a, a kickoff time. Just shit's still delayed. Yeah, another. We'll still strike. keep you yeah. updated. Yeah, I mean, most of us have either coached a youth sports team, coached a high school team, played sports at some point. We all know the rules here in Florida. Every lightning strike within a certain radius is another twenty minutes added on to the time. We all know the rules, so just keep us informed. <laughs> It's not. It doesn't even have to be every lightning strike. Just like every two to three. Uh, yeah, no, y'all are stuck in the concourse for another. Yeah, hour. if you tell us, hey, stadium will open up in a half hour, then ten minutes before that half hour opens up, you still know we're gonna have another forty-five minutes. Just let us. Just know. let us know. Just let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I was. I'm. I'm glad I stayed. Like, yeah, there was actually a thought of me leaving, but I was ready to fall asleep on that hand sanitizer station. I think we all, I mean, if it wasn't for the energy down there and trying to keep that atmosphere, and that's also, you know, shout out to the support groups of the drum lines that game too because that's a hard job, keeping everybody engaged and there for two hours with no football going on. And then you got to do it for two hours. And then you got to go back out there and do it again. Like uh-huh. the fans, but honestly it does go, props do go to the support groups and the heads of the support groups and the drum line. You guys did awesome that game. The only thing that kept us engaged. Pretty much, yeah. Because the team didn't. <laughs> yeah, but, like, realistically, that's that game for me is just a write-off. Because after two hours sitting in a locker room, you're yeah. just kind of oh, like... Oh, yeah, it's, it's The field poor. is whatever it is after the field two is hours of rain. probably soaked. Yeah. I mean, we just relayed new, new grass, grass yeah. down, too, so I'm sure... And to start a game at 10 o'clock, finish at midnight, they're that's probably like, fuck this, I just want to go home. But at the same time... If we travel to Colorado, start a game at nine. That's yeah, but you're not you're not sitting in a going locker into room. going out to warm yeah, up, okay, yeah, coming back true. in the locker room, going back out to warm. You know. Yeah. All right. I concede that point. Yeah. All right. So you guys want to give your starting elevens? No. Because <laughs> I'm gonna make that post right after we finish this episode. Um, if you want to give well, no, no, I'll do give an you arsenal. an Arsenal one. Yeah. Do you want to let me? Do, want me to do to an Arsenal? One? New, well, no, 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 not now, but like oh, on make the post, like a little format for your cool shitters. Your stick man Fabio Vieira coming off a ankle injury or whatever. No, why, why don't we just let him say it on the podcast so we don't have to do it on OC? Because no one, no one fucking cares about Arsenal on OC Fan TV. For being honest. Yeah, I already got roasted for just saying that I will not be supporting Orlando City at the game today. And everybody's like, we don't care. And it's like, no, you guys do care. I did it twice. Yeah, Plus, you, you did, did it twice, it and then you got other people involved. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yes, there was somebody else that sent, like, a, a clown response back. OC Scully, I think, is what it was. And I just said, I was like, listen, I supported this club since before Orlando City was even a thing. It is what it is. And he said, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that's that's how everyone is right now. It's like, look, I only said it because I don't want to hear shit at the game. Because I'm not there for Orlando City today. I'm sorry. Sounds like a personal problem. No, it's not. It sounds like everybody else that's getting upset is a personal problem. Like you. What? Sorry, I can't I'm... see who. I can't see who asked. It's like, well. You see that that you even got triggered by that. It's a personal problem. <laughs> you know this is a personal problem. For me? This this 100% is personal. Oh, yeah. Easily. 
Between what? For him or for us? No, you two. But oh. anyway, at Barstool people. Sports, I'm tagging you in this. Za Troops. I will be in the supporter section. These dumbasses will be over there outside gate C. Why the fuck would I be in an Arsenal supporter section? No, dumbass, what are we listen to dumbasses. You listen these to what he's saying. We'll just no, do it again because I'm this is gonna be clippable. Because this is gonna yeah. be clippable to put out there. Oh great. Zion troops, Barstool Sports. These two dumbasses will be outside. Gate C, I will be in the supporter section for Arsenal. I know that, Zaw, you already responded saying that you'd love to come out. If I see you guys, I will find you and take them over to them. But please, come on over and give the Chelsea and United fans some shit because I hear it every fucking day of the week, and I need some help. club deserves it. I need some help because none of these guys understand history. because yeah, troops can actually talk football, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he can talk football better than you. Yeah, maybe, what, back when you guys were actually decent in 03? Back when we were decent. Like I said, we get bantered, and this kid likes, this FA merchant over here likes to talk. FA merchant. Yeah, FA Cup merchant. merchant. Because before your daddy come in and bought you guys and bought you guys all your trophies, that's the only trophy you could win. This is where this podcast is about to get ugly. Yeah? But we leave that for (laughs) kids who don't understand history. Saturday. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, that's all you have to lean on. You're right. Same with you. I've won more trophies than you in recent history. I love this. Keep going. <laughs> you can't rebut with shit. Oh. <laughs> Arteta is shit. Bro. Arteta is you shit. You had a good manager <laughs> since Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> all right, calm down. I was going to say, Fergie is still involved in your club, and that's the best thing that's going on for you guys. The only reason Chelsea are relevant is because of Oh, I don't even want to say his name. Yeah, okay. It's true. It no, is because their, of their daddy came in and bought them. It's they, true. They spent the most without, money without out of the criminal. Ev- you're nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Out of every club in Europe, they spent the second most, the top by only Inter Milan. And in England, we won more trophies than any other club because you bought them. But we also have a great academy. Is now coming through, and we make money back. So you guys all, have a, all the money that you, we really spent. True, mo- true money from Abramovich. No. Yes. yes. No. You guys were how many million dollars in debt to him when he left? One point five bill. Okay. So yes, it's all <laughs> his fucking money. <laughs> you guys haven't recouped no, anything from your academy lot. yet. Even oh, last transfer Lord. window, I'm pretty sure. We either made a profit or we're just outside of spending money instead okay. of bringing in money. Congratulations. You guys have a top six academy, just like the rest of the people sitting in this room. We make sales every single season out of our academy. Hannibal Mesbury, that man is just the Tasmanian devil that gets yellow cards. That's Cap. <laughs> He's got a future. <laughs> He's got We've a future, had- yeah, in a fucking prison. Just like his uh, his leader, the guy that that paved the way for them. Okay, let's yeah. let's not talk about that. Let's keep that out the of little youngsters from what is it? Can't, can't he's one of your own. He's one of your own. There's no need. Do you even know the name of your training ground? Carrington. Carrington. Thank you. I was uh, for some reason I was singing Chattingham. I I don't know why. Carrington. Carrington. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it like definitely that. goes London Colony, whatever the fuck you call your training facility, Carrington. And that shows you, because I have no idea. You guys over. 
for sure. Motherfucker. For sure. For sure. Again, another conversation <laughs> for another time because there's no way you just said that. Um, yeah, follow us on TikTok at OCFanTV. Follow us on Instagram at OCFanTV. Again, OCFanTV. And then Twitter at OCFanTV22. Give that back to us, whoever you are. Bryce isn't here to call you out, so I'm going to fill in this week. <clears throat> yeah, your Jason Christ murder mystery fan page, whatever it is. Um, I saw you use, use, use take yours out of the thing, and I don't know why I did it, but here we are. Um, Hey, we're all holding them. All it's, hey, we're no. just doing the tin roof style where we just hold the. Yeah. We see here. Um, what else is there? Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. This podcast should be coming out. It's two fourteen. If I had to guess, I'd say around five six. So just in time for your drive down on the stadium. Listen to it. We've probably been going for a good forty five minutes. Depending, Depending on where you where come. You live, yeah. yeah. Where you come from, it'll be the perfect drive there. You started early. Tell whoever you're sitting with to shut up and just start it before you get in the car. Um, Orlando City fans, Arsenal fans, after the game, come visit us. Gate C. Gate C. Gate C for fan reactions after the game. <clears throat> Give your thoughts, opinions, anything you want to say. This is something I want to start. If you're not able to make it out to Gate C, give us your best reaction on Twitter. Hashtag OCFanTV. Mm-hmm. We'll look and try to feature the best ones on the next podcast per se